Hey, hey, everybody, you're listening to Fireball Podcast with Ashley Mayfield, and this is episode 12. Hey, hey, everybody. Hope you guys are doing well. So excited to be back. I will definitely be dropping some fire. So pull up a chair and brace for impact. As always, if you find any value in the podcast, I'm just going to ask that you share it. Share it on all your social medias. Make sure you tag me. I would love to repost. Sometimes it goes in my filtered folder. You guys, I really hate that Facebook and Instagram filtered folder, but sometimes it ends up there. Just drop me a comment on a post. Let me know that you messaged me and uh, I'd love just to shout you out and to be able to repost you. This week, we will be giving away a $25 uh, PayPal, Venmo, whatever for leaving a positive review. So whenever you're done with this episode, if you find value, Get in the reviews, leave a positive review, leave a five-star review, write a positive comment, and uh, follow me on Instagram. I'll be making sure that I give away free $25. We always, always, always pay out. So today, oh man, this is going to be a little embarrassing, but if any of you leaders can learn from me, woo, you're going to want to keep this episode in your back pocket. So today we're going to be talking about how my contest flopped. Have you guys ever like tried to do something for your team and tried to make it super cool? You went above and beyond. You put so much thought and intention behind it and literally it just sucked. Like, let's just talk about this, okay? Because I think it's easy to think just because you're a strong leader or a bold leader, or, you know, you might have this persona that you have it all together behind the scenes. Oh, Betty, it ain't all together. So last summer, me and my husband had this phenomenal idea. As our tribe and as the year was going into summer, I don't remember when it started. It could have been May, could have been June. We had a really big event coming up in September and we wanted to be able to do this epic contest a few days before the event. So we launched it. You know, like I said, it was either May or June whenever we, we launched it. But the contest was going for three full months, okay? Now, I'm gonna break down and tell you exactly what not to do, but like I said, I gotta, you know, set the story up for you guys. So we uh, we announced this huge thing uh, four months prior to it actually taking place. Um, in fact, if I remember correctly, I think we launched it May, June, in July. We said the winners in August, and then we were gonna do the contest in September. At least that's how perfectly it went in me and my husband's head. So we had this huge, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. How like we got all this together, I don't even know, but I assure you we were all geeked and so is our tribe. So me and Jason put together this whole Disney World package. We, Disney World. Okay, we were going to pay to take people to go see the one, the only, the mouse. And of course, I love Donald Duck. I got a thing for angry men. So, you know, got to see my man too. But we planned this entire thing. I mean, we thought it out. We had details. We were going to take people to Magic Kingdom, see Mickey Mouse, go to Typhoon Lagoon, spend a couple days floating in the Lazy River. Like it was really this awesome, elaborate thing. And so I'll never forget whenever me and Jason presented it, we made a really big deal on that team Zoom that we were going to announce it. Like, you don't want to miss this. You need to get everybody in your downline on, right? Because that's what we do. We amp things up whenever we have something. And we made this huge presentation about it. We casted vision about it. And there were these certain criterias that people had to meet. You had to build so many people to a specific rank, 
Um, and we, in our head, we're going to take, I don't even remember the number, but I want to say we are going to take like the top five or six people that qualified. And I had this huge goal of a lot of people qualifying. Like I had, oh my God, I had this huge goal, like in your head, whenever you start something, right? It's always like the best case scenario. Now, listen, as someone who can tend to be a little, the glass is half empty in this situation, it was total best case scenario. We uh, had this projection that we were going to help 500 people over 90 days, make an average of $500. And it was this huge, like me and my husband were like, I don't even know, high on the hog in our heads. And so we did this huge presentation. Our whole tribe ate it up. Man, there was so much excitement and hype and momentum around this huge, huge goal. And then the contest ended three months later. And uh, sad to say, I was the only person that qualified. (laughs) And I say that very humbly, um, but literally out of, you know, over 2,000 people in my entire team, I was the only person that met the qualifications. And it was a huge, huge blow. I was so angry. Have you ever been mad at your team? Have you ever been so mad at your leaders? Have you ever been so disappointed? Um, I will let you know that I was wrong, but in the moment, I could not see past their lack of effort. There was definitely a lot of blame going on in my head and out of my mouth in my household. And, you know, I mean, so many thoughts, like how could my leaders not qualify for this? How could the team not take this serious? Like we were about to just drop like thousands upon thousands of dollars for people to enjoy not only quality time with us, but this incredible experience that they might not be able to provide for themselves. And, you know, maybe your contests aren't that extravagant, but this was, (laughs) I mean, maybe you've just had something smaller. Maybe you can just relate, like you had something that was important to you or you had a huge goal in your head. And if everybody just participated, it would have allowed you to cross a giant finish line. Obviously, I benefited benefited greatly from this contest, right? That's why we put it all together. We wanted to cultivate momentum. We wanted to, uh, you know, be able to stir people's hearts and allow them to believe that they could do anything and they could qualify for anything. And that, It didn't matter where they were at in the organization. This was like equal playing field. Everybody had the same opportunity. So it was a huge opportunity for people who would never be able to financially afford something like this, or maybe never had the time to do it, um, or maybe just never felt like maybe they had that excuse, like, well, I'm not a leader, so I can't do great things. We had this huge, huge thing planned. And as my contest flopped. (laughs) I could not help but to just blame and be so angry and be in my feelings. And, you know, there's moments throughout our business where that's going to happen. There's moments throughout our business where we have to be in our thoughts. We have to be able to analyze things. We have to be able to process things. And we, we have to be in our emotions. We have to be able to feel what we need to feel. And I definitely felt it. In fact, I'm pretty sure I gave some people an earful. Um, I'm not saying I'm proud of that, but I am just saying that I, I got really real and raw. I was definitely disappointed that nobody else qualified except me. And then once I humbled myself and um, I had a long talk in the mirror, I realized that there were some things, not just some things, in fact, a lot of things that were in my control that I didn't do. And in fact, 
I came to the conclusion that I was the reason my contest flopped. So I want to share a couple things with you today uh, as to why if you've ever been there and if you haven't been there, maybe you can learn something from my mistakes uh, because we don't want history to repeat itself. So first thing that I did not do is I didn't realize that I didn't repeat the vision. So, you know, sometimes we get really good at saying exactly what we want or we get, like we hype up this huge goal. We we almost crusade for our vision and then we stop. And leaders are repeaters. Now, I was repeating the vision in my household. Me and my husband over the course of these three months were talking about how epic it was gonna be and how you know people were doing it and goals were being crushed and we couldn't wait to celebrate. But I never really once got serious and repeated the vision in front of the tribe. I might've like mentioned it here or there. Oh my gosh, make sure you're doing the Disney World contest. But you know, leaders are repeaters. And I kept the vision so much in my head and in my heart that it, like other people didn't take ownership of it. Other people didn't take ownership of it. I expected it to stick. I expected people to want it like I wanted it. And here's what I learned. Never have expectations because expectations disappoint. And how big is my ego that I expected this to be a priority to other people when I wasn't showing them how much of a priority it is to me because I wasn't repeating the vision. If you are doing something you know, if you're having this big extravagant contest or you're doing something that's super important to you or you're just casting vision, it's so important that you repeat it so often that it just, like other people take the ownership of it and other people have buy into it. And I didn't repeat it enough. I didn't crusade for it enough. I didn't just proclaim what we were doing, why we were doing it, and honor the right behaviors enough that people had buy-in. Huge, huge mistake I did. I would say the second thing is I didn't hold people accountable. I sat back and I was assuming that they were doing it. I was talking, me and Jason were talking about how well they were doing it, but guess what? They weren't doing it. Things weren't happening. And I was mentioning to people like, hey, I noticed you didn't qualify the first month, but it's okay. You could do it the second month. And I wasn't really holding people accountable. Here's what I know. People will tell you they got it. Oh, I heard they got it a lot. I heard Mayfield, I got it. I got it. You gotta worry about me. I got it. No, no, boo-boo. They don't got it. Here's the reality. If you want to cross your finish line, you have to not only hold yourself accountable, but you have to hold the people accountable who are a part of your tribe, who are a part of your team, who are on this journey with you. You have to hold them accountable. That's part of the process. And I know it's easy to sit back and say, well, they're at a certain rank. They should, they should be able to do this on their own. Or, you know, they're at a certain income level. They probably don't need me to monitor them anymore. Or uh, they just started. They seem like they got it. They're probably going to think that I'm just being bossy. You know what? Maybe you get to be bossy. You are the captain of the ship. Now, that doesn't mean it's your way or the highway. If someone's like producing and they're getting it done, even if it looks different than me, they're getting it done, right? But if they're not getting it done, 
and it looks different than me. At that point, I need to say, why are you recreating the wheel? Maybe you should do it the way that I'm suggesting. Maybe you should do it the way that I'm leading, right? And I genuinely think a majority of people need that accountability. They need someone to make them uncomfortable. They need someone to call them out. They need someone to call them out on their bull crap. And I love that. I have mentors in my life that literally are like Mayfield. I call you, like I call bull crap. Like you are making excuses. You are making this difficult. You are self-sabotaging. You are standing in your own way. And I had the ability to do that. I had the ability to look at certain people and say things like, you know, I do expect more from you. I expect you to lead from the front. I expect you to be a contestant in this uh, contest. I expect you to qualify for this. Um, You know, putting out there, sometimes I find, especially when it comes to vision, if you don't tell people what you need from them, they're just going to think that what they do might not matter right? We've all kind of felt that. We've all seen like a donation. And that's why a lot of times even donators will say every penny counts, every dollar matters because they want you to know how little your gift is. The The fact of generosity, the, the gift is what matters, right? Every little bit, if everybody did a little bit, everyone would cross their finish line. It would make a huge, huge wave. And so I did not hold people accountable. I did not cast vision for them and what this contest could be for them and what the results would mean for them. I casted it for what it would mean for our tribe, but on an individual level, I didn't break down, hey, if we're looking to build 500 people who make an average of $500 over the next three months, how much of that pie do you want? How big of the piece do you want? What does, what does this mean for your organization? So not just holding them accountable, but holding them accountable as a leader. I failed to do that. And because I didn't do that, it wasn't a priority for them. It wasn't important for them. There wasn't buy-in for them. They weren't duplicating the vision. They weren't uh, reiterating and regurgitating the things because leadership flows from the head down. And I wasn't letting it flow. I said it one time and it was done. And then, you know, if I had to think about another thing that this was a giant issue for is this contest was really too big for where we were at. Like, let's be honest, this contest crushed people. It was way too extravagant. It was way too detailed. It was way too complicated. It lasted way too long. Like who in the heck does a 90-day contest? Well, I did and it flopped, okay? And so I'm not saying, like I have my own my own philosophy on 90-day runs and 90-day things and I think they're whack. That's just my personal belief. No offense to anyone out there. Maybe you're cooler than me. You're a better leader than me. That's a whole nother podcast though or why my 90-day runs have flopped, okay? But a 90-day contest absolutely crushed people. And what I found with contests is usually it's like people's attention span. It's gotta be short and it's gotta be quick. It's gotta be short and it's gotta be clear. And I did this gigantic contest that was complicated, that was intricate, that had levels to it. I didn't repeat the vision. I didn't hold people accountable and I absolutely crushed my team. And then I got pissed off at them and they heard an earful and I literally crushed the team. I took no ownership in it. You know, and I'm not saying that we don't need to raise the bar. I'm not saying that we don't need to 
challenge people and make people think bigger and do bigger and act bigger and jump bigger and or higher. I'm not saying any of that, but what I am saying is there's a difference between raising the bar and the bar being so high it's impossible to reach. And there's a fine line there. And I I do believe hindsight, I definitely crossed the line. And um, you know, sometimes people just need a win. And I went through a season after that where every contest I put out, uh, it was just a 30-day or a week-long or a 10-day. You know, it was a lot smaller, but almost morale was down. And because of that, uh, I suffered consequences. I Every contest I put out, we couldn't cross the finish line no matter how simple it was. And so I want to challenge you, if you're in a position where, you know, maybe your team's not responding or maybe your team has been crushed by your obnoxious goal, like uh, mine kind of was, and not that my obnoxious goal crushed the team, but it was the lack of everything else. And I hope you guys hear my heart when I say that. Um, it was also the lack of vision, the lack of accountability, the the too much, too soon. All of that is what was crushing. Um, but if you are in that position and you've had defeat after defeat after defeat and you've had contest loss after contest loss after contest loss or not a lot of people qualify, sometimes you just need to throw a bone to your team. And I kind of got to that point. I got to that point where I was like, oh my gosh, I just need to say like the first 10 people that hit this goal or the first 25 people that hit this goal or you know, the first 25 people that enroll a customer are gonna get a free gift from me. Like sometimes you just need to have a win in your organization, as simple as it is, as small as it is, you know, because wins are what create that energy. Wins are what create that momentum. And so I definitely had to go through a season where after that we had all these contests where nobody was meeting. I was giving away these prizes. I was trying to give these incentives and no one was meeting it. And so I just had to throw a bone. And I will say the moment I threw the bone and the moment we had this most basic, anyone can qualify, it turned things around. And so now I even have something right now this month, we've been focusing on the power of one just to kind of keep momentum because we all know August is a crazy month. We all know that with back to school, homeschool, everything going on in the world, uh, it's just a lot to juggle. And so we were just having a, a power of one contest. When you enroll one business partner, your name is gonna go in a raffle and I'm drawing 10 people a week to send them a free gift. And so it's just been exciting. It's been a win. It's been multiple wins. It's not been, oh, I'm a needle in a haystack. I have one in a million chances. It's no, every person you enroll, you are entered into the power of one. And it's been this huge win where there's no losers. There's no chance of the contest not winning, literally throwing a bone. So when it comes to contests, I hope you can learn a little bit from my mistakes. Make sure that you're making appropriate to where your team is at as well, their mindset, their work ethic. And like I said, there's a fine line between raising the bar and crushing them. So make sure you monitor that. And I promise you won't walk through the same mistakes that I did. May filled out. 